0: listening to Cinema Spin. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cinema Spin. I am Matt and subbing in for the A-wall Jason is a friend of the podcast and our friend Ben. Hey everybody. <laughs> All right. Settle down everybody. <laughs> anyway, Ben's in this week and uh, he's going to be here next week as well, uh taking place of Jason who is uh on vacation, taking a cross-country road trip, which, uh, again, I'm still a little bit jealous of. I've always kind of wanted to do that, but uh, it's not in the cards or for me right now. So how's it going today, Ben? You doing okay? Uh, Yeah, doing pretty good. All right, well, let's get into this wonderful slate of films that we have for us today. The first one is uh, just came out this week to Netflix, but it was uh, released a week earlier in theaters, and it is Army of the Dead, directed by Zack Snyder. This movie... Uh, basically is the tale of uh sometime in the future i guess a uh, a a caravan army caravan is in a a wreck and an asset they have gets loose and basically starts a zombie apocalypse that's pretty much limited to las vegas
1: i guess which is fortunate i guess if you look at it but uh yeah
0: yeah it's it's good that uh didn't didn't get past las vegas but it's the story of um it's a heist film basically it's uh there's a group of that it gets together and they're supposed to go in and uh, steal some money that was left in a casino vault and uh the story goes from there what did you think of Zack snyder's army of the dead ben
1: well i'm not a Zack snyder fan so it was a you know i wasn't uh expecting a whole lot going in um and i i guess i would say that uh he didn't disappoint in that regard <laughs> um it had some moments that were funny it had some interesting points to it but overall it didn't do much for me uh i went actually went to the theater to watch it um i you know i know it was coming out on netflix i just prefer to watch movies on the big screen whenever i can and and, and it. it I don't know that that really helped it. It had to benefit some, I mean, by it. I mean, there is, this. if anything, this
0: movie does have a pretty big scale to it. That's true. Um, I pretty well hated this movie. <laughs> it's really not my thing. It's just so constantly in your face. And uh, there's all these characters that uh, I just don't care for. I mean, you know, that's the one thing I, I, I you know, I, it's hard to, it's hard to compare films but I'll, I'll I'll use Zack Snyder's very own Dawn of the Dead which is a movie I've always liked it takes the time to have some quiet moments where you learn things about these characters and you learn their motivations and why they're there that this movie never really takes the time it kind of tries to but to me it didn't really land I, I just didn't care about a single one of these characters I mean Dave Batista's character is fine um you know they 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 take the time to lay out his situation in life with his daughter or whatever. It didn't really work. I never cared because I, I just I just didn't care about much in this movie. But uh, it didn't land. There's no subtlety in a Zack Snyder movie. It's all – everything is just constantly in your face. And there's this constant – it just never lets up. Right. and that, That's, that's kind of what uh, I just don't like about his style. Everything is just to the point of excess.
1: Yeah, I know what you're saying. And just to kind of revisit what you said, you said it's a heist movie. And I never looked at it that way. Um, I knew that was a part of it, but I just looked at it as a zombie flick. Well, see, the concept, though, is supposed to be Ocean's Eleven meets a zombie
0: movie. And where it fails miserably in my book is where, like, if you're trying to be that, something like Ocean's Eleven... I loved all of the little characters in Ocean's Eleven. Right. And obviously it wasn't such a life and death thing for for, for those characters. It was success fail, but I cared about the
1: stake each, and each they each had in it. Yeah, I, I don't really know how you marry those two concepts together. <laughs> um, this movie certainly didn't do it. Uh, I don't know how you would pull that off between what you would expect from a zombie movie, which... I don't even think it really delivered very well on that aspect of it. Well, I tend to like some
0: zombie stuff, but what I like about it is the questions that it kind of asks. It's like how how far are you willing to go in this world? How how much of your humanity are you willing to lose to to to, to survive? Right. Now that things have changed. Will you kill whoever you want just to stay alive? Or will you you know, or do some things still matter in this world as far as right and wrong? And that's that's the concepts that I always found interesting about that zombie genre. It's what makes like the Walking Dead good. Obviously Walking Dead's gone on way too F and long, <laughs> you know. But that's what made those early years. I thought the moral the moral questions that it asked were is were, what I enjoyed.
1: This is you know it's way beyond anything like that, right? Well, they didn't develop anything. They didn't develop other than uh, Dave Batista's character. There's no development. They're whatsoever. just faces, yeah. right? Um, and and the zombies too. They tried to set up at the beginning, sort of, I guess, what was going on um, with that opening scene, maybe, sort of? yeah. <laughs> but they were they were zombies, but they were more. Let's uh, provide a sense of urgency for what's going on as opposed to, you know, being zombies. You know,
0: <laughs> Zack Snyder obviously doesn't like zombies, right? Because in the first movie, what does he do? He makes them fast. Right. Now, this one, he makes them smart, which zombies are both, by design, originally not smart or fast. Right.
1: Well, he had fast and what we would consider normal zombies, whatever was convenient for whatever part yeah. of the movie, which is... Well, this there's two types, right. shamblers and uh, <laughs> right. alphas. And, and the smart ones. Yeah.
0: And the smart ones like to do a lot of just like hissing and looking menacing. And, and, and then, of course, let's not forget the zombie tiger, which is apparently just a tiger without skin because it, it doesn't act like a zombie version of a tiger. It doesn't drag its foot or you know anything kind of cool like that. It just kind of acts like a,
1: a, a ferocious tiger. Well, I think it was an alpha zombie tiger
0: of course <laughs> shambling <laughs> shambling tiger would have been All right. just kind of drags us behind end as a... i'd like to see that <laughs> that would that would have been better um one of the things in this movie that i didn't realize when i watched it but i guess that the role of the helicopter pilot was supposed to originally given to chris della who was a, a comedian but he's kind of been me metued, mm. so they replaced him with this female comedian. But there's some there's a lot of computer trickery with involving and taking him out and putting her in, which is pretty well done. Because if you don't know about it, you don't. You don't I didn't notice. know. Yeah. yeah, I
1: did. I did not. And I actually enjoyed that character. Not yeah. that I thought the character was well developed. They didn't give her enough to do, but it was. It was but fine. when she did talk, it was amusing. I liked the, the
0: opening with the Viva Las Vegas song, but I hated the, that version of the song. Uh,
1: I, the, the song didn't really get me, but to me, that opening scene, when the, you know, after the uh, the thing gets loose, that was the best part of the movie. Yeah,
0: I thought, you know, it was like a little five minute movie, I thought that was kind of cool. I, just, right. I didn't particularly like that version of the song. If I had, I think I, I really would have liked that scene a lot. Um, but I, I, it definitely was kind of cool. Um, I got to, in my notes here, 20 minutes in, uh, first appearance of slow motion, take a drink. There wasn't a lot in this, but... Uh, no,
1: uh, I was expecting more given the slow motion fest from the last Zack Snyder movie that I watched. Um, so I was happy not to have that drag the movie out more than it did. This movie is very, very much not
0: in my wheelhouse. I mean, I don't like mindless action in anything really so this doesn't give you much else besides that so there's not a lot for me here i you know i I can see why somebody would give this a positive review i'm not beyond that but for me personally it's just kind of nails on a chalkboard
1: yeah i don't mind the mindless action i appreciate things for what it is if i go to a movie and i walk out smiling or have some you know fun things to talk about about the movie i'm i'm good with that um you know i know That every movie I like is not an Academy Award winner, Um, but that doesn't mean it's not fun. Um, Yeah, I mean that's this movie didn't strike any of those chords for me. While there were a couple parts that I, uh, you know, thought were um, sort of well done or sort of funny, when you shove them into the rest of the two plus hours of that movie, it you know it didn't it didn't help anything.
0: Yeah, it feels a little a little longer than it needs to be. Um, I did like the uh, I wrote down here that the safe cracker, the German, I kind of kind of like that character. Yeah, he bit. was good. There probably too many characters in this group. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and because of the Fader. general general premise, you know, you got to lose a few of these people, right? At least, and uh, I guess that's why there's so many. But uh, you know, it's just hard to to give a, to give a shit about some of these characters when they when they meet their. Uh, untimely demise well spoiler alert
1: yeah well i mean going into that movie if you don't have that expectation then you know it's not much of a spoiler
0: you know they're kind of on a certain time to get this done and uh you know that's the general spoil spoiler of the movie why 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 they're under the time right uh,
1: to me this movie felt like once they got into the actual meat of the movie the teams together we're going to go in and do the heist it felt more like we need to check boxes off than anything oh we we got to have in a what we think is an emotional moment we need to you know and it's oh we got that check that box off the list oh we need to have a gruesome death in this way it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense but we're going to check that box off and yeah i, I kind of agree with that um
0: some of the lead in to to before they actually get into the city um, i was i, I would have trimmed it myself but i was kind of on board with it mm-hmm. it's just i got really bored with this movie when it just kind of became waiting for people's heads to explode for different reasons or whatever yeah you know, it's just uh not really my thing but uh it's uh, probably going to be a good uh a good driving force for netflix i would imagine I think oh, they, yeah. People... I think they spent $90 million on this movie.
1: It's going to make money. People are going to watch it um, for various reasons. They're going to watch it because they think it's a zombie flick. They're going to watch it because they think it's a Zack... Uh, you know, because it is a Zack Snyder flick. Um, or, or they're just going to watch it because it popped up on their thing and they don't have anything else to do. It, it's going to do fine. Um, yeah, I mean...
0: Obviously, after having seen the trailer, I, I really knew what to expect out of this. But when I heard that Jack, Zack Snyder was making another zombie movie, I was obviously hoping for something more like Dawn of the Dead. I've never seen it. It's very... It's Zack Snyder, it is very, very most un-Zack Snyder. But it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a little slower pace than this. And it's, you know, the characters have time to be interesting. You know, you don't like all of them necessarily, but there's a few of them that I think everybody could find something to, right. to like. But... Uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, very few surprises for me with this.
1: No, there there wasn't much in the way of uh originality there. I did get a chuckle uh before they went in. Uh they were dealing with the uh the bankroll if you want to call him that, uh the character played by Hiroyuki Sonada. Oh I yeah, think. the uh... um you know, when they were um he said, "Easy, peasy, and then uh. they corrected him because oh, that's not you know uh that's not appropriate anymore, and then he <laughs> he's just kind of looking at him, and then he changes <laughs> yeah that
0: that was that was kind of funny,
1: yeah, what did you think of the daughter uh I, she' just kind of seemed she
0: was there just to kind of drive that plot point along i didn't didn't like much uh,
1: i can deal with annoying characters um and very rarely and by rarely i mean never have i actually wished for you know bad things to happen <laughs> to somebody in a in a movie in that position <laughs> i did not like her at all yeah
0: i didn't didn't like that character either i just uh i didn't like a lot of them you know i, th- I thought the um uh nora Arnindazer who played Lily, the the coyote or the French woman, I, I, she could have been a really cool character. They yes. just didn't do enough with her. Agreed, you know? agreed. Um, you know, she's kind of the one that has to deliver the line about how the <laughs> the zombies are organized now, and you know so they're smart. You know, just stupid. But
1: I don't know if this is something you want to go into on this. But uh, when I was watching the movie, I, I didn't get up and do anything. But I feel like I missed something between when they were all trying to rob the bank, and then she went back out with the other guy, uh, so he could do what he was going to do. And it's like, it's like a they, they talked like a whole conversation had taken place between them, but I don't remember a conversation. T- I'm like, where is this coming from? I don't remember them. Exp- I don't remember her explaining anything. I don't remember him explaining anything. But they clearly had a mission. They clearly had an arrangement. But yeah. I, I don't know where that came from.
0: Yeah, I'm not exactly sure either. I I I kind of know why you're why you're questioning that. It was a little little odd to me. Yeah, and there was some other. There's you know a lot. The soundtrack was mostly mostly cover songs, and a lot of them I didn't care for.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I I mean you know that I really usually get into music and movies, and you know that's kind of my thing. And right. Um, I don't have really any memorable music.
0: I mean if there was a traditional score in this, I have no idea. I don't think there was. But I don't remember any. It of was it. drowned out by gunfire. <laughs> Maybe that was the <laughs> the music of gunfire. Right. Um gunfire-wise, there was a, a extreme lack of reloading weapons in this, which is pretty common in in some of these movies, but uh the handguns seemed to go get empty but the but the uh automatic uh ar style rifles seemed to be able to shoot forever when it was
1: convenient (laughs) yeah and the you know there was another thing they didn't they didn't really seem to be for being a team who was in life and death situation they didn't do a whole lot of looking out for each other (laughs) (laughs) no no
0: in fact they uh even sacrifice for themselves. I, I mean,
1: there was yeah a couple times where uh, they were the whole group was just uh, a matter of feet away, and it's like only one person turned around while a whole z- horde of zombies is attacking somebody. <laughs> one one of the things yeah
0: that's that's exactly true. One of the things that bothered me too was there's this whole scene when we first meet the alphas, the alpha king and the alpha queen, and they kind of come out, and we learn that they can be appeased by right. If they have something to go after, they'll let everybody else go. But they're they're just standing out there posing. That was a great time to shoot those those two. Right, <laughs> right. it would have made the movie a lot simpler if they'd had eliminated those two, and uh, then they could have just gone on board the heist. Right, right,
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, there there's a lot of it's. This is a movie where
0: it's great if you if you can manage to not think about it and just go
1: along for the ride. You're you're way for the you're. I- I don't know. So much for the. Back. I don't know if I agree with that because <laughs> I wasn't looking for anything. You know, I just like I said, I will go in and just watch the movie, and I, I didn't have much expectations. They like I, they were already low because I knew who made the movie. Um, so I was just all right. Let's see what we got, and we didn't get much. Oh, I agree. We didn't get much. I agree. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, Army of the Dead. We're going to take a quick break and be back after this. Hey, Jason, people keep asking me on the street. How can they get a hold of us at the podcast here? Yes. um, If you would like to uh, make any comments or you'd like uh, to send your uh, compliments or your complaints – um, there are a couple of ways you can reach us. Uh, we are uh, available via old-fashioned email at cinemaspinpodcast at com. And if you really want to have some fun, um, uh, join us on Twitter. If you're into Twitter, you can reach us at cinemaspin. Um, and uh, we provide lots of content there, my um, comment about movies, and, uh, and uh, uh, make a variety of witticisms. So, uh, so please, uh, join us uh, on Yahoo! or at, uh, or on email. So We'd love to hear from you. Yep. Okay, we are back for more Cinema Spin, if you can take it. Next is our film, Chosen at Random by The Randomizer. I know you can already hear the enthusiasm in my voice. Another (laughs) torturous selection by the stupid computer. 1999's The 13th Floor, directed by German director Josef Rosnick. It stars uh, Craig Bierko as John Ferguson, Gretchen Maul as Natasha Molinaro, and Armin mueller stahl as Hannon Fuller. And also has a... uh, Supporting turn by Vincent Sinofrio. Uh, this movie takes place in 1999, and there's a visit to a virtual world back in 1937. And pretty much that's what the, uh, the crux of the movie is. It's uh, a computer has been created that allows users to go back and interact with a virtual world in 1937. And uh, drama ensues from, from such a thing. What'd you think of, uh, the 13th floor?
1: Well, again, um, I didn't really have much of an expectation for this movie. I know that, uh, I knew it was out. I couldn't remember if I had seen it. Kind before. of a forgotten movie from the nineties, but I worked in a video store for a long time. So I saw this. So I, I was, I'm like, well, did I see it? Cause I know what the poster, I know what it is when I see the, the poster, <laughs> did I, but I, I'm pretty, I know I never saw it. And, uh, it should have stayed that way. Uh, yeah.
0: It's it's another virtual movie in the same year as The Matrix. And it's... Uh, <laughs> one was done
1: well, the other one not so much. <laughs> well, you know, like in that
0: era, there was always Deep Impact and Armageddon. <laughs> That's true. And there was, uh, you know, <laughs> there was always Volcano and Dante's, Dante's Peak. Peak. <laughs> <laughs> They're always competing movies with similar premises. And one was always usually clearly better than the other. Yes. So, yeah, this, um, ugh. this starts out okay for me, um, and then it just goes south pretty quick because it just, it, it doesn't make any damn sense after a while. Yeah, you know, it starts out with the, with the, uh, Descartes quote, I think therefore I am, which I think they're trying to say that if you're thinking no matter where it is, you actually exist.
1: Well, yeah, and you know, if that's the <laughs> the hint for things to come, if you want to call it that. And again,
0: these this we don't have to worry about spoilers for this. So.
1: Right. I didn't think so. Um that's a pretty poor excuse for foreshadowing uh you know the what's happening in this movie and and what the big reveal is, that, you know, as you get towards the uh the latter half of the movie, it started off interesting. Yeah, but a little creepy. Why
0: 1937? That's just what they apparently set <laughs> up. <laughs> well, I, I think it was the 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 guy um, Hannon, who the father was. The uh, premise was that that was his childhood, and that's what he remembered that time well, and that's what he wanted to recreate. Right. Uh, that that was that was why. Now that I think about it, so that I guess that makes some sense. But there becomes a problem because this is the first virtual world where we learn and. That virtual world has created its own virtual world, so I mean, come on,
1: yeah, I that, see,
0: that's where it just dissolves into okay, you know, yeah, for me
1: I, it 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 didn't really have a lot of cohesiveness. I mean, really, they spent more time, or what seemed like more time going into their alter ego's body. And having sex with other people <laughs> than they did with anything else that really made a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, it's like a high tech sex toy, and then right. everything else that happens is just.
1: Right. I mean, the one, the bartender is trying to pimp out girls, and. <laughs> I very rarely feel this way about movies,
0: but I, I think that the two leads, Gretchen Moll and this Craig Bierko, they were not very good in this movie. Her, especially. I, I didn't find her. This is really early on in her career, and I just think she didn't... She just had something... She kind of acted to me like somebody who was very new to acting and just didn't quite know how to sell a character. She, she was doing a lot of things that they teach, like student actors, it seems like to me. And it just didn't quite ever connect. The, and the other guy, Craig Bierko, I've never seen him in much. Um, he looked familiar. I remember familiar. him being in a couple things like back in that day.
1: But man, he looked familiar I, before we... Uh, started, I was looking to see why I thought he looked familiar, and there were a couple things I'm sure I've seen him in a show here or there, but I, I don't remember anything specifically, um, you know, that I, I could point at and say, "Oh yeah, he was, he did this, this, and this." Um, he he didn't do much, and I agree. I, I don't know that I. Maybe it is her, but the parts weren't good. I mean, the characters. Well, I mean weren't that's good. true. You
0: can only act what's there. It just everything was kind of underwritten, and it just. Um, The funny thing is, is I wrote down uh, pretty early on um, about Dennis Haspert's character. He plays the detective. Right. I, I wrote, um, is the detective real? Question mark. He just lingers around asking hypotheticals. He was always just there. Right. He popped up in weird situations. So before they even tell you that the second reality is not necessarily real either, I kind of half figured it out
1: yeah i i never put that together um until they you know told us it was so bizarre but with as far as that character goes he took it like a champ when he found out that he was uh (laughs) not actually a real person (laughs) i mean i guess he is a real person if they can think and create i guess you know that's the definition of ai uh, to some degree but, uh, you know, to have that realization that you aren't exactly who you think you are, he uh, he didn't miss a beat. No, he he, he just kind of let that roll off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think that would be like a, you have to sleep on that a couple <laughs> of nights at least.
1: Right. <laughs> Drove one guy insane, the other guy's, cool you know, with it. he doesn't know what to do. This guy, he's, he's, he's ah, I got All this. All right. <laughs>
0: as the movie goes on and you just realize that everything they've kind of taught you or showed you in this movie is also horse shit. It just kind of just, it really just lost me toward the end. And then, you know, at the end you find out that uh, somehow characters have sort of switched places. And
1: well, I knew as soon as that happened with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's character, I, I knew exactly what was coming. Uh, you know, and again, that doesn't bother me. I don't mind not being surprised. I don't mind figuring no, things out. No, I mean, that's, that's okay. But it was just so poorly executed. It, it was very nonchalant. There was really no no decent suspense, no decent buildup. It was, uh, okay, here we go.
0: And then, you know, at the end, you find out what the real world looks like. I guess. Right. But apparently it's, <laughs> or, <laughs> is it? apparently it's
1: water world. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, and the year wasn't too far from where we are now, was it? was it? 2024. Yeah, it was. And that, right that brings
0: around. up a good point. The second week in a row, uh, Wikipedia. When I went in to get the just to get when I went in before the movie started just to get the cast information, spoiled two movies in a row for me now because it had people credited as a character in 2024. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Wikipedia. Does that <laughs> have to be in there? No. <laughs> Last week, what was it? They uh, oh, it had to do with the uh, woman in the in the window they had oh the way they had the credits written there they spoiled the ending for that too which you know i mean our society is so careful about spoilers you'd think somebody wouldn't right they probably didn't think about it but i mean it does there's a plot point in that one especially that's very specific let's talk about some of the special effects in this movie shall we there were special effects because when you said the other day we mentioned you we we shared one idea over the phone (laughs) and you said it was very 90s and uh yeah there's some special effect sequences that have to do with sort of going through a
1: tube right the but tube then, but then just the laser lasers. lights lasers <laughs>
0: <laughs> how are we going to sell this that this is a computer you can get in and go to a virtual world how do you feel about lasers i like them <laughs> cuz they carry a heavy load in this <laughs> right you shine a you know shine the right lasers in the, the right spot I, and uh, i
1: i especially love the uh the fact that they have the technology to transport your consciousness into a, a a computer program, you know, keep you there and have you function and do all that stuff. But the countdown clock they have looks <laughs> like it's something on a Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't think about that, but you're right. It was pretty... Uh, Pretty standard computer-looking clock they had there. <laughs> now that was my, kind of the problem with that era—is like they did things in movies under the guise of technology that were just so stupid.
1: Yeah, that, uh, they 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 miss the boat on a lot of stuff. Uh, the I, I mean, the idea behind the movie is really not a bad idea.
0: No, I don't think so either. I think there's a, a but good. But that's
1: that's where the good stuff stopped.
0: <clears throat> I think it goes too far maybe i think if they'd have stuck to the one virtual reality and did kind of a murder mystery story between the two it could have been interesting um it's, it's almost too ambitious here
1: I, I could have even lived with the two virtual realities I, I i thought that was interesting too except that there wasn't a lot of you picked up from the detective i did not pick that up um I mean I thought it was weird that he was always asking questions but I never put two and two together there. So when they drop that big reveal I was like where is this coming from? <laughs> I mean you 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 haven't you haven't really led us in that direction and a surprise just for the sake of a surprise that doesn't really
0: Yeah, I mean the problem with that though is is you know once you give into the concept of the <laughs> That there's a virtual reality world inside the virtual reality world. You know, what's next? What are we going to do from there? You know, it's like, I, to me, that was just, a, that was a little bit of a s- step too far yeah. for this. Uh, you know, you would have, I guess if they would have maybe introduced that as a concept earlier where there was just.
1: Right. Well, I mean, they, they kind of did though. I, I suppose. You know, but my thing, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of a movie that has, well, like, Sixth Sense or Memento, right? You watch those movies, and you get the big reveal at the end on what happened. And you're like, oh, man, I should have seen that coming. And you can follow the steps to see how they got there. And it makes total sense. That's the brilliance of that. That was not the case with this movie. It was just all, oh, by the way, this will be cool. Let's do this. Yeah,
0: I feel feel that way as well. Um, The pacing of this is super slow, too. Yeah. It's really boring. Uh, Let's not forget that. I mean, I remember going into it, you know, the first time he goes into the, or the first time we see the 1937 world, I thought, oh, this looks pretty cool. For, I, I expected it to look worse. But, it, it, you know, they sold that pretty well. But, uh, yeah, it, it, once they start talking about, you know, the, the points of the film and it moves forward, it's really slow at pace.
1: I, uh, I fell asleep a couple times watching this movie and I had to rewind and then there were other times where I was awake. And forgot why I was watching this movie, and started fast forwarding <laughs> through parts of it. And I'm like, no, I got to rewind it because I got to watch in case I miss something. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I I know. I, I think I did fall asleep in the middle of this too. It was it was really slow, and um, but to, but to be if you if you want to, uh, I can't remember how the tiger died in Army of the Dead.
1: It didn't die. It died with the
0: nuke oh okay it? it got away okay that's why that's why i didn't remember right it, it goes on its rampage and then scurries off
1: yeah i don't yeah, okay i, I don't <laughs> think they ever did anything with it
0: if you're interested in that go go to the first part of our review <laughs> right. army of the day but but that shows that I, I just couldn't remember that i thought oh i guess i missed something there but uh yeah um yeah this movie i, I 13th floor I, it's easy why to see why it's kind of faded in obscurity to obscurity i mean i i Was it ever out of obscurity? (laughs) Well, it's faded into obscurity (laughs) from wherever the hell it was (laughs) beginning. Immediately. Yeah. I I barely remember this movie coming out. I think, you know, it's like one of those where you do, I do probably remember seeing the box at the video store. But uh, 1999 was a pretty uh, busy year for films with, you know, the Star Wars and the Matrix. And uh, uh, easy to see why this got overlooked. Yeah.
1: It, it was not a uh, hidden gem by any stretch no, of the imagination. No,
0: it wasn't. D'Onofrio is can be a good actor, but when he's over the top, he's
1: a little too over the top. I don't mind him, uh, but he was over the top in this one. And again... At least the over the top version wasn't the
0: one with the ridiculous haircut. Because <laughs> that would have been a tough combo to take. <laughs> They kind of went against the grain, and ridiculous haircut <laughs> didn't mean
1: the extreme character. It, right? They it, it went the other way around. But uh, uh, again, if they would have had more context, if they would have had something that made a little more sense in the plot, because that—I mean—that is the type of uh, mind-bending information that would cause somebody to lose it. <laughs> but it was so, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it <was>. that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I, I I agree that that was a, g- a good situation for somebody to just go bonkers and not be able to put, wrap their mind around it, and the guy just kind of like takes it in, right? Yeah, that is that is a I didn't think about that at the time, but of course that is a weird a weird choice. Yeah, I, I highly would recommend skipping the thirteenth floor, even if you're curious about it. Just read a synopsis and uh, move on. Yeah, save, you can do better.
1: Save yourself a couple hours and <laughs> you know go watch uh, something that's more fun.
0: Okay, well, we have to move on to the last task for the day, which is picking our random film for next week. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, get the random the randomizer started and see what it picks for us. All righty. Okay, the year is 1972, and the film is Joe Kidd starring Clint Eastwood, a western. Have we done a Western on the show yet? I don't think we've done a true Western. So,
1: should be interesting. I enjoy old Clint Eastwood Westerns.
0: I, I definitely haven't seen it. I know that. So. I
1: haven't seen this one either. Um, uh, I didn't even know it was a thing. It so. should be
0: interesting. Decent supporting cast, it looks like, here, too, with Robert Duvall, um, among a few others. Dick Van Patten. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> if that isn't, doesn't put butts in the seats, <laughs> I don't know what does. Well, in 1972. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening this week on Cinema Spin. Uh, Join us again next week, and we'll see you next time.